Good morning, you beautiful people, and welcome to Truth. This is Jan. Um, apologies for not recording or adding any new episodes. Work has been a bit crazy, so I do apologize in advance. I hope all you people are doing well before the holidays, and I hope the holidays will bring you some good fun as well as some good laughter and hopefully not correcting too many family members or friends for their uh, BS. Today's topic is going to be a little bit personal because it's something that I was going through and I just want to share it with you because I honestly think that sometimes it helps to share what we're personally going through. So long story short, I was, I cheated on my ex-boyfriend with his best friend. And when I say cheated, I mean, I was like the last bit of our relationship was maybe like a month or two before we officially broke up. I had um, text him, his best friend, and sending him pictures, and we were just going back and forth with doing this whole over-emotional sexting BS. And it was fun for a while because literally I was with someone who didn't want to do anything because he was too busy being in his own head and constantly telling me that he didn't want to have sex with me because I always looked tired coming home from work, but never made any effort when I was home to do anything. But whatever. I know I was wrong for doing it, but the problem that I ran into was I found out that his best friend had a crush on me for the longest time. So I kind of took advantage of it and then you know, basically the rational side of my head kicked in and was like, you can't be doing this. And to be honest, it really didn't feel right. It was, it was just one of the, it was really just, I wanted attention and I got it from somebody plain and simple. So the aspect of then just, you know, so then I just completely stopped talking to his best friend. Like I stopped texting, I stopped doing whatever. And then his best friend was like, how do you just cut people off like that and everything like that? And he got mad at me for doing so. And I mean, he had every right to. I mean, first it was everything, everything, everything. And then it was just like ghost in the machine. Like I wasn't even there. And so I sent him a letter and I apologized for my behavior. And I literally told him, I was like, look, it wasn't right what I did. You know, it really was disrespectful, the fact that this is your best friend. Like, it just didn't make sense. So then when he admitted to me that he really wasn't that close with his friend anymore, and I was like, oh, did you tell him that? And it doesn't seem like it was ever a conversation. So um, this happened months ago. So fast forward to now, and... You know, I don't really talk to him that much anymore. I am basically single and not really looking to date anyone. And so I'm just living my life. So I talk to him on occasion just to find out how he's doing, how his kid's doing, how's work, how's all this. But he still feels the need to flirt with me. Now, a few months ago, I gave him an ultimatum. I was like, look, do you want the fantasy or do you want the reality? I said, because I can fake like I like you and go through all that shit again if it'll make you feel like something, but it's not going to be the truth. 
So he decided to take the truth. And the truth was he would just deal with me with the person that I am, meaning the flaws that I have and meaning that I don't communicate as much as he would like. So every time we talk now, it's like he'll talk about work, he'll talk about his kid, we'll talk about just, you know, regular things, and then he'll get into his stupid flirting shit. So I have taken it upon myself to post, you know, a couple of selfies and, you know, when the hair looks right and the skin looks right, we all do it. And I posted it one on my Instagram and then one on my Facebook. So he has this weird thing of saving all my pictures, which I find completely disturbing, especially in the fact that we supposedly had the conversation of, you know, this is going to be not, it's not going to go the way it was. Like this whole situation has changed. It's not going to default back to me seeing you the way you want me to see you. So I asked him, I was like, do you save all the pictures of your female friends? And he's like, no. And then, um, he doesn't seem to register what that meant because it seems like even when, you know, you're trying to figure out where the mentality is, no one seems to get it. So you kind of have to hit people over the head with a fucking sledgehammer of bluntness. And so then he decides this last conversation that we had, we're talking and he's saying how happy he is in his life, which I'm really glad to hear because he got out of something that was painful for him. He was dealing with someone who was extra clingy and someone who kept, you know, checking to make sure she was doing right by him. And then he found out some stuff which was really kind of detrimental in the sense of she didn't admit it and she needed to actually be in therapy for it. And it was a serious thing. And because she didn't admit it to him, he didn't know what was going on until the end. And then, you know, it just kind of fell apart. So he's talking about how he said something to me that my picture was a gut punch of unfairness and that um, if he didn't want me to be happy, I should see I should be into him the way that he's into me. And I'm not paraphrasing. That's exactly what was said. If he didn't want me to be happy, I should be into him the way he's into me. Now, one, there's certain things I'm not going to take responsibility for. I'm not going to take responsibility for the fact that you've had this crush for a long time. That is completely and utterly on you. I'm not taking responsibility for it. I will take responsibility for fucking with the head. I will take responsibility for sexting you. I will take responsibility for cutting you off because that's what I am taking responsibility for. What I'm not taking responsibility for, the fact that you can't get over it. That I will not take responsibility for. So we got off that topic and we started talking about... um, other things and how, you know, because I told him about my family, told him about my mom, my sister, like we've had actual conversations. So then um, I posted on my Facebook a status that goes, um, stalker, it's not cute to have stalker tendencies. Correct yourself or get your feelings hurt. So he read it and he literally was like, you know, once we were winding down the conversation and he's like, 
do I have stalker tendencies? And I answered him, yes. I said, yep. And then it was, well, thanks for telling me that. Now, the first time I cut him off or made him upset, he literally got angry and told me, you need to have a nice life and fuck you and all this other stuff. And then cut me out. And then when he's trying to repair this relationship or whatever the hell it is, and then he's angry again. So I know he's angry again, but here's the thing. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it. When I told you how I felt, because he has a problem with change. He has a problem with people changing. He has a problem with anything changing that he can't control the change. But the thing about it is he's changed. You weren't always happy. Now you're supposedly happy. That is a change. And no matter who it is, someone else has to accept the fact that you've changed from being depressed, being upset, being whatever, to changing yourself for the better. I am currently going through getting out of my depression. And it takes a lot. I am a functional depressed person, meaning I can get up, I can go to work, I can do everything that I need to do. It just sometimes takes a lot for me to do it or it takes that mental day of just like, all right, I'm going to put this to the side and just get shit done. Kind of like how I'm doing this podcast right now. So he can't accept change in other people, but other people have to accept change in him. This is the problem I have with human beings when they, when shit doesn't go the way they want it to. First of all, human beings are unpredictable. They always are. One day they're cool, next day they're garbage. They're why these terms like ghosting, curving, all this shit exists because this is what happens to people. Now, I'm not saying it's right because it definitely isn't, but what I'm saying is this is what happens. That feeling goes, that adrenaline rush is gone, the dopamine levels have settled, and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? And that's what happened to me. Honestly and truly, that's exactly what happened to me. You know, it's cute to flirt with people. It's cute to whatever. But at the same time, if you're not going to be serious, you kind of have to debt it. And I didn't debt it. And it was completely my fault. But I'm not going to take responsibility for the fact that you can't get over it. Because you put it on yourself that now in your head that you can't handle when people change or shit changes or it contradicts what they said before. If it contradicts what they said before, you're not fucking listening. See, the problem is I hate trying to have to tell people the truth and then I have to hurt their feelings to tell the truth because then I feel bad because then I feel like my karma's out of whack and everything else and blah, blah, blah. And it's annoying as fuck. It really is annoying as shit. But the truth of the matter is I can't keep babysitting someone's mentality. If you are so fixated on how I was, then you're never going to see the person that's standing in front of you. And the fact that you can't get over what I did just proves that you haven't forgiven me, which you don't really have to, but you can't forget what I said because you're stuck on it. And I'm not going to say you're stuck on stupid, but you're stuck on it. You think that no matter what I say now, it doesn't mean a shit because your feelings are still caught up in what happened months ago. And that's where the problem comes in. You're caught up on shit that happened months ago. A whole lot has changed in my life in these past months. 
And the truth is, I am not really ready to date anybody. And that is out of respect for other people and myself. Because I'm always thinking about other people first. And the truth of the matter is, I am thinking about it more than ever, especially now that I am single. Because I don't want to have to deal with someone who has to repair me. I don't want to deal with someone who has to build me up. I don't want to deal with someone who has to, you know, build a bitch, as it were. Because the truth is, anything that's going on with me, I have to fix. Nothing externally is going to fix it fully. Like, I know I have the love of my family. I know I have the love of my friends. I know I have their support. But the truth of the matter is the things that are wrong with me are the things that I feel that need fixing. They can't fix them. They really can't. They can't do anything more than watch me go through whatever changes I need to go through and possibly talk me off of mountains that I'm making out of molehills. But that's really about it. But when someone is stuck on what you were or what you said or whatever the case is, and it's been whether months, years or whatever, when they're stuck on that, that is not your responsibility. And that is the problem that I have. And that's why I said stalker tendencies aren't cute. Obsessive tendencies aren't cute because they're not. You're obsessing over shit that has changed. You're obsessing over things that have changed. He claims it's because changing people seem so random. Change is random. Nature is random. Human nature is random. I wish I could say there was a succession of how shit should change. Like we know how evolution goes, but even that shit is painful and it's painful for everyone involved. Elevating yourself to a new mentality, a new healthy state of mind, a new healthy anything is going to be painful for everyone that's involved. And you want to know why? Because it's painful because the truth fucking hurts. It does. The truth fucking kills. Because it gets you right in your gut, gut punches you and makes you face shit you don't want to face. I know I'm a flawed individual. I know I am. I just admitted to my mom I was depressed. That takes a lot for me to do. But I'm trying to work to be better. But I don't need to be basically babysitting someone else's feelings because I'm going through shit. If I'm telling you this is because this is how I'm feeling. And if you can't accept it, then you can't be my friend. And you can't call yourself a friend. Friend is a loaded term because the truth of the matter is we hear friend and it's like, friend on Facebook. No. Friend is actually someone who understands what you're going through. Friend is someone who is like, you know what, bitch, we here for you. Friend is someone who will literally throw the truth in your face and be like, get your shit wired and will support you. I have friends that I have fallen out with for most of my life and we've gotten back to the point where we are healthier in our friendships because we both had to face something. My grandmother used to call me the voice of reason when I was younger, and it still holds true to this day because I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of shit that really, I don't have a lot of people that I can depend on to help me through my, through my issues. 
So the ones that I do depend on, I try not to burn them with everything I'm going through. But what I am going through right now is a painful growth situation. And to hear someone or see someone type some shit about how their feelings are affected and how they can't understand how people can change like that. And it seems so random and all this other shit. That is shit you got to figure out. I'm not here to teach you and I'm not here to groom you. Emotional labor is just as annoying. It is just as painful as physical labor. It is just as taxing. I don't want to be your emotional mule for shit because you can't understand it. That is up to you to figure it out, not me. I'm already going through it and I shouldn't have to babysit your fucking feelings because emotionally you have the mentality of a three-year-old. If your emotions are so stunted that when people change on you and you mad forever and ever and ever, you're going to eventually have to get over it. Why are you holding on to that shit? Because all it is doing is eating you up inside. Every time you see that person, all that shit comes right to the front. It bubbles right to the forefront. It doesn't go anywhere. Human beings don't have delete buttons. So I say this podcast to say this. I'm going through it. I fully admit it. I am. And what I did was wrong. And I'm fully accepting of it. But that's one of the reasons why I know I am not fully prepared to deal with anybody. Because I still have shit I need to grow on. But I'm not going to be somebody else's emotional labor. Anyway, beautiful ones, I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon.